the reason we thought of this idea as well is because we saw that basically people would just get stuck. So they would get the leads and then they just didn't know what to do with them afterwards. And so we knew that we needed to expand. And the best way to do that was just a complete wraparound solution. So mortgage underwriting training, sales training, you know, all of the support that they need. And then even our companies, so even our underwriters, our underwriting coaches, none of them are allowed to work their own files. So like yeah. we have a company policy. It's like you're not allowed to work deals because I don't want your attention divided between your own stuff and our agents. Like the people that work for us, our whole company's focus is let's get as many people as fast as humanly possible to their first 10 mortgages so that they can actually make a career to this. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Chris Kalinsky interviewing me about our new brokerage, ILMB Mortgage Pros. Maybe you don't know this, but we've been in the training business for a long time, you know, for new agents and experienced agents, helping them recruit realtors, how to get referrals, how to deal with objections, all that good stuff. And what we found is that, especially with new people in particular, there was a gap in, we'd show them how to get a referral, but then they didn't know what to do with it. Or they would be at an office where they couldn't get the support they needed in order to get that file funded. So we thought, hey, why don't we create a brokerage dedicated specifically to people who are brand new, two years and under, and help them get their first 10 deals and then move them on to a preferred partner who can help support them for the next stage of their career. So this is where the idea for ILMB Mortgage Pros came from. So Chris just decided he wanted to interview me, which actually was his idea. He reached out to me and said, hey, man, we need to talk about this. I'm like, good idea. So he asks about sort of where the idea came from, you know, what the goal of it is and how it all works. So if you're new in the mortgage business or know somebody who's new, you want to want to check out this episode. In the episode, I mentioned going to ilmbmortgagepros.com website, but you can also go to a site that we have specifically for this called get10funded.com. That's get10funded.com. And you can get some information on how we work. So yeah, check this out. And thanks again, Chris, for taking the time to chat with me, brother. Hey, Chris, thanks for coming to have a chat with me about ILMB Mortgage Pros. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this, man. As soon as I saw your post, I was like, we need to chat. Yeah, so we're pretty excited about this whole initiative that we're doing, and we see it as a huge gap in the industry, and we are really excited about helping to build that. Let's just get started with kind of what it is, because you made a couple posts about it. That's what got me excited about it. But there's a lot of people that are listening to this that probably haven't heard it. So why don't we just talk about what's going on? Sure. ILMB Mortgage Pros is a training brokerage. This is for Canadians anyway, if you're listening to this from the US. We're a training brokerage for new mortgage agents, typically under two years. And our whole goal as a company is to help those agents get to their first 10 deals. And then after that, we graduate them and they move on to one of our preferred partners. So a brokerage somewhere else that can actually take them to the next level of their career. So we're that first stage and we've kind of said it's like the farm team for the NHL. So, you know, they're not ready for the NHL yet. And as you know, when you get in the mortgage business, the training that you get from your licensing is not adequate. And so we've been doing sales training for a long time. And what I found is that we'd show people how to get referrals from realtors, from their friends, but then depending on where they were and the kind of support their manager could give them, they would be like, I'm stuck. I got a file. I don't know what to do with this. Like, what, yep. you know, do I even have a file? What are the questions I ask? They call their manager, their manager's working files and they're up to their eyes and they're like, sorry, I can't get back to you. So all that time delay creates stress, means a chance of them losing that opportunity. And so we're like, we want to provide a environment where we fix all that. And so the whole company's goal is just graduate as many people as humanly possible. So we know that, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but not everybody who comes in the mortgage business should be in the mortgage business yep. or will be successful. And there's a variety of reasons for that. But what we want to do is we want to significantly improve the success rate by 
providing a complete wraparound support. So mortgage underwriting training, sales training, live underwriting support. So an underwriting coach will jump on a call with you where you can get support on files. And the whole thing is geared towards helping that new agent. And I've said this to you before, but you can't learn how to underwrite files from a book. You can read all the broker kits you want. It will not stick in your brain until you have a file with a client who's going to be pissed if you don't figure it out or potentially you get paid. And so that's when you learn it. But to do that, somebody needs to be over your shoulder helping you figure it out. And it's just like anything you're putting in the reps, you know, the more reps you're putting in, the better you're getting at whatever you're doing, right? right. Or you can't learn how to drive from a book. Like my daughter's going to go take her driving exam tomorrow. She's 16. So this is super cool. But passing the exam, which she's going to have no trouble with, mm -hmm. is different than being a good driver. Absolutely. And so this is where for us, we see a gap. And then the other piece is that, and we're not slagging managers because a lot of people take on agents because they're trying to genuinely help people. But two mm -hmm. things happen. One, they don't realize how much training there is involved to help them actually get to a level where they're actually confident and not going to get you sued. And then the second thing is, is that they're also busy. Most of the time, this is just something they're doing on the side of their primary activity is originating loans. And so they don't have the time. And if they've got, you know, five clients that are breathing down their neck, and they got an agent they're trying to help often if there's a pull that happens here and i see this all the time and so we're like we'll fix it we'll just solve that issue for you so that you don't have to do it well, i'm going through that right now i brought on my first broker so i've been in the business now for over eight years now i brought on my first broker in december and it's crazy how much you actually know like as a broker that just comes second nature because bringing on Ron, he's the new broker that I brought on, he came in knowing nothing, right? And for me, a lot of the stuff that just comes like quick, because I've put in those reps, I've learned how to do a deal from start to finish, right? So it's just like second nature to me. And then he comes in and he's not picking up on the stuff that's second nature to me. So now I got to really go right back down to the basics. And slow way down because you're like, yeah. oh, okay, you're making yeah. these assumptions. I tell people all the time in my coaching, I'm like, when you're training somebody, there's three steps that you've combined in your brain, you don't even realize. Yes. You've actually got to show them all three because they don't know they're not going to yep. know this step one two three and you're gonna be like, why are you screwing it up you just do three steps instinctively but you need to actually break it down and the other thing that i see too so there's also gaps and this is why we have a mortgage underwriting course and the sales training that we provide is because there can be huge gaps in the basic understanding so yes there's a level of training that has to happen you've got to have training but then you also need the support when you run into those files so you can actually you know have a high probability of funding them we both know that, you know, getting those first 10 deals, how long ago did you start being a broker? 2006. So 2006, how was it getting to those first 10 deals for you? The first 10 were terrifying. It was hard. Like yeah. for me, my first year, it was hard. And I know like, even if you talk to brokers that hit those first 10 deals easy, like maybe they were really good networkers or they already had these relationships built up, doing those first 10 deals is hard, right? Yeah. And so that's why I feel like this, idea and now it's actually come to fruition it's not even an idea anymore it's so important and i think at the end of the day it's just going to better our industry it's going to make brokers better all across the board because we see how many like brokers don't have a good support network right they just get into it they see how you know maybe other people are killing it or it's a good industry to be in then they come and there's not much for support right yeah totally and the support and training that you get varies greatly from company to company and people think it's easy because I think in their mind, they go, well, everybody needs a mortgage and I know a bunch of people, so this shouldn't be that hard, but it's oh, freaking way harder than you. It's incredibly profitable. If you can get into that sort of top 50 or to, you know top 20%, this is a fantastic career. But unfortunately, a lot of people come into this industry with a complete 
misconception of how difficult it is. And all my, uh, all my friends think my job is super easy. They just think it's a cakewalk. And right. I'm like, you guys don't see the amount of work that goes in before, like even just finding a lead to nurturing that lead, to turning it into a mortgage, to getting it approved. Like there's so many steps. Different ways, you know, there's so many ways to lose files and yeah. it's so competitive. It's extremely, we're not just competing against, you know, the ads that people are seeing on Facebook and Instagram, Google, that kind of stuff, but we're competing against banks. We're competing against brokers. We're competing against everyone, right? Right. It is definitely dog eat dog out there. So yeah, I think that like the reason we thought of this idea as well is because we saw that basically people would just get stuck. So they would get the leads and then they just didn't know what to do with them afterwards. And so we knew that we needed to expand. And the best way to do that was just a complete wraparound solution. So mortgage underwriting training, sales training, you know, all the support that they need. And then even our companies, so even our underwriters or underwriting coaches, none of them are allowed to work their own files. So like yeah. we have a company policy. It's like, you're not allowed to work deals because I don't want your attention divided between your own stuff and our agents. Like the people that work for us, our whole company's focus is let's get as many people as fast as humanly possible to their first 10 mortgages so that they can actually make a career to this. Just yeah. to clarify, when you're saying underwriter, typically when a broker hears underwriter, it's someone that's going to work on the deal for you. But that's not the case in this case. That underwriter is more of a coach that's going to teach you and answer those questions that yes. you have kind of when you have them right away versus exactly. having to wait for your broker or manager to stop working on their deals and then help you with yours, right? Yeah. So one of the unique things that we're doing is we're going to have a support line, like a Zoom channel that they can go into. So anytime, seven days a week during set period of hours, they can show up with their file and they can be like, hey, I got a question. Fantastic. There'll be somebody in there, but there's going to be a very limited amount of time. Like I can guarantee you this, even from the start, they're not going to be waiting a day. Like it will be same day answers on their questions between these business hours. We're going to really monitor the amount of time it takes for our agents to get answers to their questions. And if that number becomes too long, we'll just continue to staff up. We have no problem. Like there are so many amazing people in the industry and we've already got people that have put up their hand and said, pick me. I want to come work with you guys because this sounds like so much fun. And basically there's an underwriting coach. They're going to help them put the deal together. And then before they hit the submit button, our senior underwriter has a look at it just to make sure that it's like everything's good. Again, we want to protect funding ratios. We don't want to waste our lender partner's time with a right. bunch of like crap files. They're like, you guys suck. All your stuff doesn't work. So in order to mitigate that, we have a senior underwriter who will make sure that those are reviewed before we hit send. The other thing I know that I've talked to some other broker owners who have in-house underwriting. And so they'll say, okay, for the first X number of deals, you got to use in-house underwriting. The broker gets the file, hands it off. They're like, woohoo, I got paid. This is cool. Weird. And then deal six, they're on their own. They're like, what do I do? Like, they <laughs> don't know what to do. Like, they actually are like, they might as well be back at deal one because they only know the front end of it. They don't know what to do after the file is put inside the system and ready to go and how to deal with that. Now, that's weird because you wouldn't even know how to structure the deal essentially, no. right? You which is which is like our job in my opinion. Like, Well, I think you we know have two mean? jobs. We have a sales job, a sales role. Yep. If you hate that word, you got to get over it because that's what this is. Oh. And then you have a underwriting processing job unless you get really big and then you can divide the labor. So I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, look, and the sales is really where the money's at. Like you can hire fantastic people to learn how to underwrite for you. They work at banks, work at lenders. But the real difficult part is, can you do the sales and can you get referrals? Once you get that piece sorted out, okay, great. If you have a brain in your head, you can learn underwriting. But we think that you should learn both. The other thing too, so because of the support structure we have, we can't take tons of people. I think right now I have 250 people on a wait list. Now they're not all going to be a fit and whatever, but we have to limit the number of agents that we bring on at any one time because we're going to protect the 
integrity of the support system. And yeah, like I would rather hire fewer agents. I don't want to have so many agents that the support level drops and they're like, they might as well just be anywhere else because they might as well be at a broker where the broker is too busy. And so yep. the support time is going to be absolutely critical in terms of helping people get answers fast. And then of course, plus the training and how to convert realtors and the objection handling, all that stuff. We already got that. We've been doing that. This is the piece that I think was missing and makes this so much more useful for a new agent. Right. So I went golfing with a couple of buddies. My one was a lawyer. The other one was a financial planner. And I was chatting with them a little bit about, I was like, one of the guys I know, he started this really cool brokerage idea. And we talked about kind of like the OHL or the WHL for the NHL thing, right? And they're like, he's going to get them to 10 deals and then send them off. I pitched this, this is a win, win, win for everyone involved in this from the broker owner to the mortgage broker that's starting out to you guys, like your, you and your team. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I don't see how it's a win for him for starting this brokerage. Cause he's just training these people up doing their first 10 deals. And now they're gone out of there. I was like, no, but the genius thing is that I don't think there's anyone else in the country that could like copy this model because you've created all the processes individually beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. You have the underwriter training, you have the sales training, you have all this training beforehand, and you just kind of put it all together in one package where you're just going to help all these people and get them out. The opportunity for you to scale this up and to be able to train these people is super unique. And that's why I think this is such a great idea is that you're going to be able to take this and train some super brokers that, you know, we've all started somewhere. We all started as new brokers at some point in time, and you're going to be able to train these people up and like I said before, improve our industry. Right. And so one of the things I've often thought is that our industry really should be apprenticeship model. We should be more like electricians and plumbers because yes. again, you can't wire a house from a book. You've actually got right. to get in, crawl <clears throat> through the house, drill holes, fix problems. And so they figured out that it's a trade. We're in a technical trade that's very similar, but we don't have that. The licensing is like, come one, come all for a few hundred bucks. You can call yourself a mortgage broker. You know, and so because of that, we have a ridiculously high failure rate. We have people coming in that are dangerous to themselves and to their clients, and they don't even know it. And so I'm not going to fight the regulators and say, you need to fix this. I've been saying that for 10 years that that needs to happen. Yep. Okay, fine. Nobody's going to create an apprenticeship model. The licensing people don't care because they get a fee from the license. They get a fee from the renewal. They're like, hey, it's a numbers game. Not yep. all of you are going to make it. We don't really care. I'm not bashing the regulators in any way. So I'm like, why don't we create a brokerage that's essentially functions like the apprenticeship model for them? And some people may be like, well, why don't you keep them forever? Two reasons. One, it's my personality. You know, I like short-term relationships. So our company motto is you're here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. And two, my coach says to me all the time, you know, when it's a competitive market and it's dog eat dog, figure out a way to feed all the dogs. And I'm like, I don't want to compete with owners. I'm not trying to take their clients. I'm going to stick in my lane, my niche. We're going to do what we know how to do well, which is scalable training and support. And then we're going to be like, go forth and be successful in the business. So that's what's got me really excited. And the one other thing I would say too, is that like, there's going to be a screening process. So like, if you're interested in finding out more about this, go to islandbmortgagepros.com. And unless something's crazy is happening every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, I do a info session where I explain to you, if you're a new agent, all the details, how everything works, the money side of it, how the splits work and everything. So go to that info session and you can find out more about what we're doing. That's probably the best step. But that said, not everybody is going to be a fit. If we think we're not a fit, we'll tell you. We're like, hey, look, we don't totally. think we're a fit for you. I want people to be aware of that too. Yeah. So just a quick summary then on what you did is that you just started a training brokerage that you're going to help people get to their first 10 deals. 
You're going to train them up, make sure that they know how to sell. Because again, like you said, we're salespeople. We're going to make sure that they know how to underwrite a deal and close that deal from start to finish. And you're just going to send them off to a uh, brokerage once they hit their yeah, 10 deals. So again, we're going to partner with owners that we feel have a great mentorship model. Like it won't be for everybody, but it's just the truth. And so mm -hmm. it will be a select group of vendors that we partner with just based on making sure that it's a good fit. Because like, as we've said before, when I survey people who've been in the business for five years, I'm like, how many of you are with the company you started with? Like hardly anybody. I'm not. Yeah, you're not. Part of the reason is because they don't even realize they're not at a great company because they just picked the first one that came along. That could happen. There's a whole bunch of reasons why I think people don't end up staying at the same company. Maybe that the support wasn't there. And so it takes a while to figure out where you fit. And so we're going to help you really become a, you know, more competent at the job and then make sure that the broker owner on the other side is actually going to be a good company to work with because there's some Absolutely. fantastic ones out there. I've met some are like really good. And then there's others that are not so good. So, so what's your plan there? Are you just going to lean on your current connections in the local areas or are you going to like open things up and you're going to almost like an application process so for maybe we'll, brokers we'll that you do don't we'll know? Have, I'm going to do an info session on that as well. So we'll end up inviting owners to, and if you're listening to this, if it's like six months after we publish this, if you just go to our website and you're an owner, there'll be a way to like click to chat cool. with somebody to figure out if it's a fit. So somebody on my team would talk to you about like, okay, you know, we'd let you know. And the other thing is because the support is so important for us and we can only take on a limited number of agents at a time it's going to be limited. We're not going to pretend that we can, you know, take on everybody. So we wouldn't have like a hundred partners, for instance, because it wouldn't make sense. We wouldn't right. be able to like, it just wouldn't be good for us. Wouldn't be good for them. So it would be a limited number, but for sure, if it's something you're interested, just go to our site and you can, you can click to chat with us. Scott, thank you for chatting with me today. Thank you for everything that you do in our industry. I know you've been in it for a long time now. You've been helping out low volume brokers, high volume brokers. You've been helping us all out. So thanks for what you do. And I'm really excited to see this uh, take off. And I know I'll definitely be chatting with you more about when I got guys or girls that are needed to be trained up. Okay. Thanks brother. Thank you. This is an I love mortgage brokering production.